Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Wabi Mater, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest from across the country. You're in for a real treat tonight because we have a fabulous guest. Her name is Mary Fran Bontempo, and she's from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. She's award-winning author, humorist, speaker, and teacher. She's been writing for and about women for over 25 years with wit and humor. She delivers a message that inspires women to make themselves a priority in their own lives and grab their fair share of joy as they meet life's challenges head on. Excuse me. A former newspaper columnist, until newspapers went the way of the dinosaurs, Mary Fran realized that she'd have to do some reinventing in her writing life. That's when she created Not Ready for Granny Panic, starting with a blog, then a book, and finally a lifestyle. The reinvention taught Mary Fran that not only could an old dog learn new and interesting tricks, but there was fun to be had in the process. A message she shares with women eager to learn how to remain relevant and embrace life in a rapidly cha- rigid, rapidly changing world. Published in fall 2012, Mary Fran's second book, Not Ready for Granny Panty, The Eleven Commandments for Avoiding Gran- Granny Panty, offers readers a new Bible to help women reclaim their lives, their vitality, and their fun. With commandments like thou shalt Forget about it. Thou shalt spare thyself, and thou shalt not wear elastic waist pants. Readers embark on a hilarious ride that also provides sound advice for living life in the middle years to the fullest. Mary Fran's first book, Everyday Adventures, or as her husband says, Lies, Lies, and More Lies, was published in 2007. Her work has received notable mention by the Irma Baumbach Writers Workshop and Humor Press. Among other things, she speaks frequently at women's events and writers' seminars and currently writes for her blog, Not Ready for Granny Panties, which you can find at www.notreadyforgrannypanties.com. Both books are available on Amazon and, and Barnes and & Noble. Welcome, Mary Fran. I'm so happy to have you as a guest tonight. I, I'm delighted to be here, Robbie. I'm so happy that you, that you phoned in and asked me. I'm ha- so happy to be with your audience. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I started out as a newspaper columnist, uh, writing for newspapers in the Philadelphia area and um, in the in the Jersey area. And of course, we all know what's happened with newspapers. They, as as you said, are going the way of the dinosaur, and that started to happen with me. Um, so I realized that I had to take to the internet with my my work. And um, once I got there. I realized that there wasn't much there for women of a certain, shall we say, demographic. <laughs> there was a lot of, um, you know, mommy blogs and all that kind of stuff, and stuff for women who are a little tech, more technologically savvy than I was or my generation was. So anyway, I just decided to start a blog for women um, of my age uh, with just something that was lighthearted and fun and not too difficult to navigate because some of those sites just have so many links on them, you get a migraine by the time you find anything. So I wanted to keep it simple and um, decided to just start a blog. So that's where that all came from. It was sort of an evolutionary process. 
Well, how did you come up with the not ready for granny panties and the idea for a book with commandments? Um, you know, it's funny. I was having a conversation with one of my girlfriends about about aging, and you know, the as you well know, the, the whole concept of aging has changed so dramatically over the years, but. It's changed dramatically um, publicly, but I'm not sure it always changes with us in our heads. So we were having a conversation about that, and I just said, you know, I am so not ready for granny panties. And I thought, oh, there's there's something there. <laughs> there's something in that title. And so that became the title of my blog. And as far as the book about commandments goes, once, once I started the blog, um, and, and again, it was just something that was, was meant to appeal to women of a certain demographic. It, it's actually reached further across that, that demographic um, than initially intended, which is great. But um, my thought was there was more to say just in hearing from, from readers and everything about the whole idea of being not ready for granny panties. And I thought, there's a book in here. And women are we're always making up rules. We make up rules for our kids, for our families, for our work, for everything else. But we don't always make up rules for ourselves, at least not rules that are positive. We do a lot of negative rules for ourselves. But I wanted there to be a book of rules that could, could help women just just have some positive ideas in their heads and, and ideas about, again, how to make themselves a priority in their own lives and how to have some fun. Right. So what's so bad about granny pads and why <laughs> should you avoid them? Well, you know, I always I always say that granny panties are as much a state of mind as they are a giant pair of unmentionables. I don't want to get into I don't want to get into what anybody's wearing underneath underneath their pants. So I don't want to get into that, but I do want to get into the idea of these mental granny panties. I think you know, as nurturers and as women and as caretakers, we we start knitting ourselves these giant granny panties when we're fairly young. We're we're so used to being in that role, taking care of everybody, and it kind of it limits us because we stop doing things that are fun because they might be dangerous. We stop doing things that are adventuresome because they might be dangerous, and we're trying so hard to keep everybody safe that we forget about really connecting with life on some of these ways. Um, that that might require us to step out of our comfort zone. So it's um, I'm not a big fan of regular granny panties, but like I said, thongs and all that kind of stuff, that's your personal choice. I'm not going to go there. But as far as the mental granny panties go, I think women really have to be careful that we stay away from those things because even though they're gigantic in size, they're very binding. It's It's really quite a contradiction in terms, but the mental granny panties can be tough to get out of. Right. What do you mean by the commandment, thou shalt scare thyself? Well, you know what? I mean, I I think, I don't know about you, but I think that most people, most people enjoy being scared. I think most people enjoy being scared when it's in a controlled thing. At least we did when we were kids. Let's go back to that. You know, think about when you were a kid and, and you know, roller coasters and, and scary movies and haunted hay rides and all those other kinds of things and you know when your friends would jump out at you from a closet or whatever and you'd just squeal and laughter you were scared but it was it was fun and being scared i think being afraid and again you know it's a scary world out there so it's it's something that if we can control how we choose to be afraid 
that can be a positive thing for us because being afraid and being scared, it really hooks you into being feeling alive in a way that I think most of us have forgotten how to do because we're always playing it safe. You know, it's it's understandable. As I said, it's a scary world, but you know, you have to you have to get out of that safe place sometimes to remember what it feels like to be alive. So I I mean, I always tell women to try something different. Get out of your comfort zone. A couple of years ago, I, I took up kayaking with my husband. And, um, it, you know, I always, I always say the very first time that he was behind me, I'm in this 18-inch wide or, or deep, rather, boat that looks like a big banana. And there's God knows what swimming underneath the water. Um, and he's behind me pushing me out into the ocean. And I'm just wondering what is real motivation is for doing that. <laughs> but I was really terrified by that whole prospect. And then I got out there and I was exhilarated. It went from being terrifying to exhilarating and putting me in touch with, with this joy that I hadn't felt in a really long time. Like overcoming that, um, that fear really brought me joy. So, you know, that's one of the things I think it's important to do is to step out of that space. And I think, you know, I think another thing that women do that's that's bad, and we're always afraid of looking foolish. And as I say, go sing karaoke. Go do something that makes you look stupid or silly. Once you realize you're not going to die from it, it is so much fun to lose those inhibitions. And it comes from being scared. You know, that's funny. You reminded me of something. One day I was giving this big, uh, they asked me to speak about adding fun to your life. And that was the time that, at that point, I wasn't really adding much fun to my life. But I ended up thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I'm not, I don't really know what to do. But then I decided when I was a kid, I loved to skip and do double, remember the double jump? Double touch, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I was all these grown women, and I'm in this big place, and I, had them, I said, let's go, and we went skipping all around the college. And oh they, had, they were laughing and having the best time. And then we did this double jump rope, and it was amazing how many people, and the hula hoop, how many, at first they didn't think they could do it, and then they were so excited because they didn't forget it, you know? Yes. Yeah. And they were and laughing. You know and Absolutely. And even if you do forget it, who who cares? I mean, it's just, it's about... It's about trying that stuff again that 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 brings you joy. In fact, it's funny you say that because one of the other commandments um, in the book uh, is "Thou shalt regress," and basically it talks about that kind of idea of going back to play, going back to as you just said those things that in your life when you were a kid just gave you so much joy. You just it it wasn't anything that was you know, was earth-shattering or important. It was just skipping or jumping, but it gave you so much joy. And when we touch that place again in our lives as adults, oh, my gosh, it, it's just so enriching and empowering on so many levels, don't you think? I do. What about the, thou shalt stop shoulding thyself? Shoulding thyself. Stop shoulding thyself. <laughs> that goes that, that goes back yeah. to um, when I was talking about women making rules for themselves. I mean, how many times a day do you say to yourself, well, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, 
I should be doing the other thing or I shouldn't be doing something. And, and the shouldn't usually involves something fun. You know, I shouldn't have that piece of cake. I shouldn't buy those shoes. The shoulds are usually things that you don't really want to do. I should clean the bathroom. I should, you know, uh, scour the kitchen floor. I should get that project started. Like, I, I just feel as though as women, those two words have become such anchors around our wastes. We, we are always shoulding and shouldn'ting ourselves. So... I say stop shooting yourself. Stop saying I should do this, I shouldn't do that. Change those words to musts and wants. So in other words, if you have to do something, if something's essential, then that's a must. Then you have to do that. And if you want to do something, then then indulge in that. But we have to stop putting those shoulds and shouldn'ts in our heads because they've, they've become... Like I said, they've become anchors. They've become roadblocks for us to, to doing anything other than what we feel we're obligated to do or obligated not to do because of some preconceived notion of what's right or wrong for us. And then when we don't do it, then we beat ourselves up and yes. hold ourselves and feel bad. And so it continues, you know, in a different way. Exactly. It, it becomes this perpetuating cycle that's not healthy for us on, on any level. And if we could get rid of those two words, should and shouldn't, I think our lives would be full of so much more joy and fun. So that, that's what that's all about. Get rid of the shoulds and shouldn'ts. What is your favorite commandment? My favorite commandment in the book is probably the last one. And I, I made it last for a reason. The last the last commandment in the book is, is thou shalt engage in idol worship. Idol meaning like American idol. We're, I feel like we're always looking to crown the next big thing in this country. You know, we're always looking to anoint somebody as the best something. But so many of us as women, we, we never anoint ourselves as anything important. And I feel like we have to set ourselves up as an idol in our own lives. And and that means not being afraid to indulge ourselves once in a while, treat ourselves well every day. You know, like I say, in the book I say, eat off of the good china once in a while. Even if it's only a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> take out the good china and eat off of it. I mean, what are you waiting for? If you're waiting for that perfect day to arrive when everything's going to be just so and you can indulge yourself, that's never going to come. So... The, the thou shalt engage in idol worship is, is really about all of us learning how to treat ourselves well every day, do something fun, you know, go kayaking, go bungee jumping, go buy a song if that's what you want to do, whatever floats your boat. But treat yourself like an idol because you deserve it. You know, be, be Cinderella in the ball gown. Yeah, I like that. How can this avoiding granny panties, panties lifestyle help the average woman? Well, you know, I think that there are – we are constantly bombarded uh, in, in this world that we live in by images of women who are what I like to say are high-profile women. They're either, um, you know, saving the world one whale at a time or they're the CEO of this company or that company or they're the – uh, the Kardashian woman on television, they're all these really high-profile women who lead these glamorous and fulfilling lives. And not everybody, in fact, mostly not everybody, lives like that. Most women are 
I mean, for lack of a better word, average, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But we've made it a bad thing in our heads. So if you adapt this not-ready-for-granny-panties lifestyle and do all these things which are, are, you know, regress and have some fun, forget about things that aren't really important in moving your life forward, scare yourself a little bit, treat yourself like an American idol as you're idol-worthy, treat yourself as an idol those kinds of things help lift the average woman out of that state of feeling average. You know, you might not be a, a high-profile person, but that certainly doesn't mean that your life has to be mundane. It can be great fun, and it can be great fun with little things, and you can be a priority in your own life with little things. So it's kind of about tweaking your mental state of mind, I think. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, even the high-profile women, they like to just, con- you know, run away from it all. Yet in, in the real life, they can't show that they just want to maybe have days where they're just average themselves. Yes. Yeah, I think that's exactly true. I think it's all about for everyone maybe getting rid of whatever preconceived notions you think your life is and right. and sort of redefine yourself, you know, figure out a new way to define yourself and and treat yourself like you're worthy of that redefinition. You know, just because you've been taking care of kids for 30 or 40, 50 years or you have a family or whatever, that doesn't mean that you're not an individual who doesn't deserve some sort of personal pampering. And if you have to be the one to give it to yourself, well, so much the better because you know what you like anyway. (laughs) So go for it. (laughs) I agree. I totally agree with How does it help the woman who seems outwardly confident and successful? Well, you know, I think I think what you just said, that a lot of those women do sometimes feel like running away from these outwardly confident and successful life, lifestyles that they, they live. And I think a lot of that is because they, too, are are acting a role. You know, we all kind of act roles in our lives. And I don't know. I mean, I hate to kind of overuse that word authentic because it sort of sounds hokey and it's been overused. But... But I think regardless of who we are or where we are in our lives, you, you know, even if you are the CEO of something or another, a lot of times people define themselves as that too, and they forget to do the simple things that did give them joy when they were children and that did um, just, you know, make them feel good about themselves for the day. You know, sometimes it's sometimes it's a matter of stepping out of that high-profile life. And as you said, you know, sit on the couch and watch a Say Yes to the Dress Marathon and eat some ice cream, you know, like what, whatever little thing is going to make you happy, but recognize that it's about stepping out of whatever preconceived notion or role that you've defined yourself as and give yourself permission to have fun. That is, that's so important. It, it can, it means so many different things to different people. And, and that's important too, that you recognize that it doesn't have to be running away to the south of France for a month and a half because who's going to do that? But if it means going out and buying yourself a lipstick and just sitting in your car for 10 minutes and listening to the radio, that's okay. Just make sure that you indulge yourself in some way. I think that's important for every woman, regardless of her role. I agree with you. What serious idea do you want women to take away from this obviously funny concept? Well, you know, I I have found in in my writing career, and, and I think... Anyone who was a fan of Irma Bombeck's could attest to this, that you can get some really important messages across to people through humor. And if you can make somebody laugh, it really sticks with them. So 
the, the really important concept behind all of this is, as we were saying before, make yourself a priority in your own life. You have to stand up for yourself and say, wait a minute, you know, I'm, it's fine, I'm, I'm mom, I'm wife, I'm sister, I'm daughter, I'm friend, I'm whatever, but I'm also me, I'm also a person, and I need some TLC once in a while too, and I need some self-indulgence. That's not a bad thing. We've turned self-indulgence into a bad word, and it's, it's really not for most of us because women are not generally self-indulgent. So, you know, the serious ideas are... Make yourself in a, a priority in your, own, in your own life, but have fun. And as goofy as it sounds, having fun has to be taken seriously by women because we don't have enough fun. And it's something that we really have to work at. It sounds, it sounds silly. It sounds like it's a complete polar opposite that I'm talking about. But we really have to work at having fun because a lot of us have just forgotten how to do it. You're right. You're terrible. You're absolutely right. Um, where can people find you and your book? I I do have uh, the blog, the Not Ready for Granny Panties blog, which is, uh, as you said at the beginning of the show, www.notreadyforgrannypanties.com. The books are on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. If you would like to pick it up at a Barnes & Noble store, you can call them and they will order it and get it into the store for you. Um, so I'm there. And I also have a personal website. It's uh, maryfranbontempo.com. So okay, I'm out no. there. Spell your last name so they get Mary and then Fran and then spell your last it's, name. It's B as in boy. It's just like it sounds. B as in boy, O-N-T-E-M, P as in Paul O, Bon Tempo, which means good times in Italian. So there you oh, go. Yeah. Maybe it was destiny that I was supposed to write this book. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fabulous. Um, we have a few minutes more. What do you have planned in the next few years? More books or Running around I the do. I do actually. I I'm I'm picking up a, a lot of doing a lot of speaking, and I want to continue to talk to women about this. This is, you know, this is an idea that that women respond so positively to because it it comes back to what I was just saying is almost a dirty word for us. Sometimes it comes back to self indulgence, and most women are so ready for self indulgence. They need to indulge themselves a little bit. And, you know, it's really a funny concept. Um, when you indulge yourself and when you start treating yourself better and like a person and like someone who has needs that need to be met as you've met everyone else's needs all the all the years of, of their lives and your family's life and everything, people take notice. Your family takes notice and they start to recognize you as a person and as a human being, and it really makes everybody's relationships better. So I I really want to get this idea out there to women that, you know, being a priority in your own life and making time for fun is self-indulgence that has benefits for everybody. It's so important. Um, and I do have another book going on in my head about the a lot of the, the words that women use that we turn into dirty words that aren't really dirty words, you know, one of them being fun and self-indulgence, those kinds of things. So I've got a couple more books in my head, and as I said, I really want to spread this, this word and uh, this idea of being not ready for granny panties to women because they just need, it's, again, it's a state of mind. It's It's... It's really not about what your underwear looks like. It's about what's going on between your ears, that that's the important thing. 
on your on your page where you have the blog, is there a place where people can write write you or send you messages or yes, they can follow send you us. an idea um, of their thoughts on granny panties or absolutely they can they first of all they can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all of those kinds of places and Pinterest and, and, what, and what is your what is your Facebook and Twitter name? We have not we have not ready for granny panties on Facebook. Twitter is no granny panties, and I also have a personal one, Mary F. Bontempo. That's on Twitter. Um, they're all pretty much connected. This whole technology thing. If you go one place, you'll be able to find us everywhere. Um, and there is a contact page on the blog where you can reach um, myself. And I actually uh, I work on the blog. I want to mention these two other women because they're really wonderful. Um, my fellow writer, Krista Smith who is a friend, a dear friend of mine, and does wonderful writing on the blog as well. She does all sorts of great stuff, and she's she's a foodie. So she, if you like food, she does really cool, interesting articles about food and, and just all different things. And our fabulous illustrator, Pat Achilles, who um, did all of our artwork and the logo and everything for this site. So you can reach every one of us through the contact page um, on the blog. Okay. You can reach us that way. Okay, why don't you also connect with me? I'm on Facebook and Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. Um, on Facebook and Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, I'm, you know, Robbie, uh, Robbie Motter, and then on Twitter, I'm Networking Queen, because that way I can get the word out about the book, too, to all the people that are with me. That's that's awesome. I will definitely do that. And technology is a fabulous thing when it works. Okay, well, we're almost at the end, and uh, I wanted to let everybody know that we've been listening to uh, the other question i had quickly to do any coaching or anything with women if they you know maybe are shy and need some help and in you know finding the right commandments for them do you do anything like that absolutely again it's it's a matter of you know i I think the important thing to realize with all of this is a lot of this can just be enlightening in terms of conversation and it's about tweaking your life it doesn't take a lot but any woman that, that, you know, feels the need to talk about this further or feels like they need a little bit more personal attention, again, she can find me um, through the blog. My contact info is on there. I'm on Facebook, all of those places. And just drop me a line. It's You know the nicest thing about doing this kind of work, quote, unquote, like I said, it all leads to fun. It's all about lightening up your life, lightening up your idea of yourself and who you are, and just re- reconnecting with that joy that we all have as a part of us, but a lot of us have lost along the way. So treat yourself well and have some fun. That's the message. Well, it's been a delight. And as I said, we, today our guest was Mary Fran Bodkempo, who wrote the book, Not Ready for Granny Panties, The Eleven Commandments for Avoiding Granny Panties. And also her first book um, was... Um, Everyday adventure, or as my husband says, lies, lies, and more lies. Okay. <laughs> he always accuses me of making everything up. <laughs> and you can re- uh, check her out at www.notreadyforgrannypanties.com or www.maryfranbontempo, and that's B-O-N-T-E-M-P-O.com. And it was a real joy. And uh, when you get the next book done, call me, and we'll get you back on the air. I sure will. Uh, help to promote that out as well. Uh, we're at the end, and I want to thank you very much again. And I want to thank uh, – we get a lot of people who tune in at their convenience. I think last week we had 1,700 people tune in. So, uh, yeah, and I like it because it is archived. You know, everybody's busy, and people have different times that they can listen. 
Um, but you've been listening to Diva Strategies for Success. I'm Robbie Motter, the host. And next week, our guest will be Anne McGee, and she's going to be calling me from Glasgow, Scotland. And she's going to be talking about confidence within and the authentic confidence for women. So that ties right into your book. You know, they can find out some funny things with your book, and then they're going to have all the confidence to do whatever they want. That's it. That's what it's all about. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, the show will be up on Facebook and the other places soon. So thanks, Robbie. It was a pleasure. It was a delight. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye now. Take care.